Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought this was a safe intellectual space where we could ask questions when we don't understand well, things. I didn't uh, know you, this was like a firing squad. You can. You can if you have a favorite team. But yeah. Otherwise. Also, you at least knew Your this point. was a safe Your space. Point. I don't know about intellectual. Hello and welcome to episode number 545 of the podcast. I'm your host, Tonks McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy. We're committed to educating you on things entertained but do not matter. To find out more about these serpentine pursuits, check us out at noxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Podcast, and we're on Twitter at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be snake drafting unwritten rules of life. But before we do that, you guys, we have the perfect reason to leave your house in June. The Podcast Live is coming to a town near you. And by near you, I mean it might be a fun weekend trip. On Friday, June 21st, we will be in Dallas at Gillies Dallas. And then the very next day on Saturday, June 22nd, we will be in Chicago, Illinois at the Vic Theater. So how can you get tickets? Well, tickets go on sale to the general public on Wednesday, February 28th at 10 a.m., Central. So if you're an early bird listener on Wednesdays, hi. We love that you're listening at four in the morning. Love that. Just know that in six hours, you can buy tickets if you haven't already. Uh, this evening, it's two hours of absolute delightful idiocy, and it includes most of our PMG team. We ship in from all over the country. You do not want to miss it. Plus, if you'd love to come, but none of your friends or loved ones are into us, like you're into us, we have a special solo travelers meetup in both cities hosted by Indy Adams on our team. So don't let the losers in your life prevent you from having a great time with us in June. Learn more about the podcast live by clicking the link in the show notes or heading to knoxandjamie.com slash live. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, Jamie, we are here to do the unwritten rules of life snake draft. I'm so excited. I feel like there's a lot of room for nuance here, for learning, um, for education. Uh, But before we get into it, do you want to introduce our very special guest joining us today? Okay, so we have in our snake draft, we have, of course, our beloved 
Erin H. Moon. Erin is the senior creative here at our company. She runs our other show, Faith Adjacent, along with our beloved Evan. And Erin is at 90% of her voice being back. I'm 100. I'm 100. That's fair. Mm. It's not. It's 90%, but it's not annoying anymore. So Mm. we're very excited to have her back. Wow, I didn't realize that it was. It wasn't annoying, but it was just, you know, when you have like a a vibe of like, I'm sick, but I don't go to a doctor. Yeah. Jamie, Erin Muffin really quick. Jamie, just say, I got deep. DMs that said it's annoying. I don't think it's annoying, but people I, have no. said that. Oh, that's, so that's right. I don't think it's annoying, but there has <laughs> been worse. some communication. She does not like the public not liking <laughs> no, her, so that I'd, is a problem. I'd rather Jamie just be annoying, honestly. <laughs> so uh, we're so excited that you're here, Erin. I know that you are very competitive, so you will make a great snake draft Thank competitor, you. as always. And then we also have our beloved Jason Waterfalls is with us. Hello, two t- two times snake draft winner. Look at Wait, that. Is that true? Is that it, true? Unofficially official. How do you win a snake? That's what those same DMs said. Oh, yep. that's <laughs> no, a C. You see how you use why. that? Listen, okay. So we wanted to introduce you because I was like, let's introduce them and talk about their uh, CV. But then I realized I did not know Jason where you went to college or. To be honest with you, I don't understand your day job fully. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though part of it is here, sure. I'm going to be honest. I don't understand that either. But. You're important and valuable and you are loved. So I would guess you went to a private college. Do you think, Aaron, do you think you went to the same one the whole time? Uh, no, he feels like a college hopper. Yeah. Like, like this vibe's off. Yeah. Okay. But, nope. Or, not, or like, he ruined the because vibe. Because to be fair, she was herself a college hopper. Mm. Not, that's not true. When you transfer to one other college, that doesn't mean you hop. That's a hop. No, it well, is a transfer. That's Aaron, I have a question. Is. If you're walking down the street and there's a puddle and you have to get over the puddle and you do it in the air, what's that called? That's a transfer. <laughs> Even if it's one time. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Got it. Got me. Yeah, I went to a good. community college. I had just as many uh, college credits in high school as I did for the first two years of college. Uh, none of them were private <laughs> schools, for the record. <laughs> and uh, let's just say uh, we're not quite done, but we're almost there and we're not going back. So, uh, yeah, four total colleges that I have, oh, gap year. I have yeah, credits from. Yeah, season because i mean what what good is a degree anyway not you have a degree in english worth nothing literally nothing i mean you're an author at least like that's pretty nice but i, I have a de- none of that yeah. helped me it didn't help me do that well, i, I have can a degree in that. sociology women's studies and african-american studies so am i the one who's using my degree the most yes that theater degree yeah oh okay well entertainment pretending it, that your yeah. voice is yeah, are you doing yeah. a performance doing a about job. your voice Thank for the last you. few weeks? <laughs> yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am. Here's the thing. Maybe Aaron like had the a chance to say, pretending I think you guys are funny. And that 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 would have like uh, cut the heart it. out. Right? I'm not, she, I'm not an improver. She's classy. She's a classy person. That's right. That's why she I'm did classy. That. She does yeah. love a script. She I love a love transfer. A well, uh, I'm excited. Um, I know unwritten, so, sometimes we take on weird topics. Sometimes we take on really specific topics. This is one of those that's kind of like, I think, a, adjacent um, everyday discourse. You know, it's something we all kind of engage in, even though we don't know how we all engage in it. So, um, Aaron, when you when like you saw the topic here for this episode, were you like, this is cool, this is a good thing, unwritten rules, or these are kind of annoying fake rules, and I'm glad we get to talk about this? Oh, no, no. There are definitely unwritten rules in society that most people understand, but there are a subset of humans that refuse to acknowledge this, and they need to be taught. Okay. Okay. So like this is they instructional. Need to go to, yes, this is instructional. And if you are going like, I didn't know that there were unwritten rules in society, this is for you. This is 100% for you. I think We're that's We're here good. to educate you. 
Honestly, the more she talks, I do feel like it's less than 10% now. I feel like it's <laughs> no, like, it's not. It's no, maybe it's 18 not. or 20. No, it it's not. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not, not warming. Trip. She's not warming up. Like no, it's me. warm. Like I have, I'm, I just haven't talked all day. And so yeah. it's just, it's, it's ramping up. It's getting better. No, totally. I think. It I think sounds it's like getting it. better. It, yeah. does, it definitely sounds like it. <laughs> uh, before we get started, we need to draw for draft positions. I'd like to be first. Um, okay, you can choose first. Well, no, I think our guests need to choose first. Thank you. Oh, our no. guests need to choose first. No, I just want to be number one. You might, and you might get that. You might get that because uh, so it's four. I've got four note cards I'm looking at, um, and they include. You think he's uh, really looking at them? I hundred percent am. I will okay. show them to you. Uh, I believe four, he has integrity in this. Thank you, area. Yeah. thank you, Aaron. I believe your voice is getting better. You know, thank you. I've, I've got a hundred percent voice, so, so I'm going to. I've got a hundred percent voice, so I'm going to go first, and I choose that Jamie goes first. Yay! This is BS. I think an unwritten rule should be ladies go first, so uh, Aaron gets to pick. <laughs> thank uh, you of that before, but it, the the context we're, we're selecting is. My top four favorite Say by the Bell characters. Oh, okay. So the wrinkle here is if you choose one that's not in the top four, you have lost your choice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So don't miss. So Aaron can go first. Yeah. Oh, this is a lot. This is difficult. Okay. I'm going to go with what I assume is a safe bet, but now I'm nervous because I feel like you're tricky. Uh, but I'm going to go Kelly Kapowski. Wow. Okay. You almost oh, talked yourself wow. out of it. But yeah. That was smart. You did. Okay. You do have Kelly Kapowski. Okay. Yeah. He is one of the top four. Good and job. you have the third pick overall in this draft. Okay. Good. Third okay. pick. Okay. Good job. So one is still on the board for Jamie. Okay. Uh, Jason, um, would you like to see the floor to Jamie officially? I would. Yes, please. But for the record, I'm only allowing it to happen because I want it to happen. Not because okay. ladies should go first because it's their choice. That's what I would say. Your choice. Your choice. That's yes. what we always <laughs> right. say. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, oh, it's Zach. Are you sure? I'm sure. Even it's though a travesty, some if people it's not. have said he might be problematic, you know? Some Listen, I think said, the heart wants what God. the heart wants. You, you're dang right. You're dang right <laughs> the heart wants. Come on! You do have, <laughs> you have Zach. And you, unfortunately, though, have the fourth pick. I should have said Mr. Belding, son of okay. a Okay. Uh, Jason, you, um, you have the next pick. I'm going to go with AC Slater. Unfortunately, AC Slater is not one of the four. <laughs> that is tough. Wait, can I, can I guess another one? And if I do, can I give my third? Oh, that's a great, that's a great wrinkle. <laughs> I, listen, and I do like that. The I confidence do like that. of Aaron being like, I got it. I, the fact that she thinks she can name up to three more characters on the show is impressive. Also, wait, wait, who's Dang it. <laughs> Me and Jason. <laughs> I see it in Slack now, so I'm like, ah, oh, this is gonna get real murky real fast. Yeah, it's too yeah. murky. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too murky. Right. It's okay. Okay, so Aaron, you can't try to steal. If you're wrong, Jamie can switch votes, uh switch slots with you. If it's Jesse Spano, I'm gonna lose my mind. If you pick Jesse Spano over AC Slater, no, that's I know ridiculous. who it is. It's an outlier. I know. There's who two it is. more. There's two can more. I, can I guess? Can I guess? You have to accept the liability. Do you accept I the accept, liability? I accept. I accept. I okay. accept. Stacy Carosi. Uh, oh, unfortunately, please, you have no. lost your Dang choice. <laughs> no! Come on I tricked you. I tricked you by telling you it was an outlier. <laughs> no, I I would already decided it was Daisy Carosi. Um, Jamie, would you Do like you... to choose again or steal I Aaron's? I would like to choose again. Okay. I. Oh wait, she's third. She is. Yeah, but if you choose again, you can have the new one. Well, I got. I'm only moving up. So yeah, yep. I want to have a new one okay. if I get it. Okay. I think the now if you get it wrong, since you are fourth. Aaron gets to open hand slap you on camera. And we get to 
Okay, I'm willing to take that risk. It's uh, Samuel Screech. Oh my gosh, you got it wrong. I really do want to see her slap. <laughs> Shut up! Come here, Jamie. <laughs> we'll do it for the social. We'll do it for social. Golly. Um, Jason, uh, I'm just going to give you the choice between um, Lisa, Turtle, and Mr. Belding. Chattanooga's own Mr. Belding. Some Not even including Jesse. The, the other Usher. Not even including it. Chattanooga. Yeah, I'm definitely so. going for Lisa Turtle. Um, Lisa Turtle gets you the first pick overall, Jason. Son Thank you. Thank you. And I will take Mr. Belding, which should give me, uh, if he I'm good at math. He shouldn't get that. He second. shouldn't get first. He had it handed to him like a little like a little horse with a feed bag over it. But I think that horse <laughs> offered other horse the feed bags, and they dropped yeah, it. So he's like, oh, I guess I'll take those horses. Those horses took risks, right. and they actually got one right is what I'm sure. saying. So he, that I, one didn't. Did it land where you still have the third one, Jamie? You still have the yes. fourth one, yeah. And Jason, nothing you have happened. The first one. That was I don't all know any, pointless. I don't know what, what any do. of the rules were at this point, but I know to I'm going fair, first. To be fair, it got it got muddy at the end. I think we're 15 minutes in too. That's, <laughs> I know what all you're trying all to do. <laughs> you're trying to cover up your misses, and Jamie. Most importantly, you're trying to cover up the fact that you have to get slapped. That is canonical. I'll do it at that next me. AUA. I'll slap her. I'll stay at her house and I'll slap her. You have to promise to use I force. I promise <laughs> I'll slap her. You I'm slap really her. good at slapping Don't people. Don't be like that. Um, okay, Jason, whenever you're ready, you have the floor. On a moving walkway is coming to an end. Please watch your step. If you're ever sitting at a gate and you hear that over and over again, it's crazy. But some of them have on the on the on the walkway, stand to the right to walk, uh, to stand. Go on the left to walk. This is the same rule and on American roads. I don't want to muddy this up with the UK, but on American right. roads, you go to the right and you pass on the left. This is what needs to happen in grocery store aisles. You stay mm. on the right <sighs> side yes. in a grocery store aisle. That is an unwritten rule. No matter what happens, there are two lines. It's a dotted line in the middle. You can pass on the left and go around, but then get back over to the right lane. This is a two lane road. If you need something that's over on the left side, you don't have to go to the end of the aisle and turn around and come back. You can move your body over there, but your cart stays on the right side. I don't understand how people do not understand that there are other people in grocery stores and it's a two lane road and it has to be easier for everybody to get their grocery shopping accomplished. So if I'm on the right side coming the other way, I should stay on that right side. That's what you're saying. Yeah, but with your body, you can go over to your left side. Right. To go find my ranch dressing, but I leave my buggy. But you leave your cart on the side. There should be a dotted line down the middle of every grocery short aisle, and each side should have arrows because people cannot handle it without that, just like on roads. You think this should be for other stores, too, like when you go to Bass Pro Shop? <laughs> I like to think that Bass Pro Shop and other stores are like purposely guiding you to places that they want you to go. I mean, there's all that you know psychology and whatever. But I don't know what Bass Pro Shop does except for it. I go to the tank every time. I go to the fish tank every time. Sure. I check out the fish. Say hello. And then I, How are you guys? I just kind of disperse from there. Never, so do you stay to the right when you go to the tank? I, Jamie, I think it's a good question. It was maybe the worst store example you could have used. <laughs> I'm saying that with respect. <laughs> Listen, to be honest, I've never been in a Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> okay, this is a wild pool. We that have to go. Pool. What's yeah. in there? What's in there? Oh my that gosh, you would go? love it. Are there snacks? Like, yeah. Oh, they're yeah. great snacks. Is there like a concession stand? It's like one level down from a Bucky's. Yeah, I want to experience that. Okay, that's great. So you, ha- sidewalks too. You think this right side applies to sidewalks? Like when you're 100%. walking? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You stay to the right except to pass. Like if everybody just abided by that, of course, everybody's on their phones these days. We don't have to get into that right now. But if everybody just stayed to the right and then you pass on the left, but you've got to understand some sidewalks are two lane 
going each way sidewalks. The grocery store, because yeah. of, and I quote, buggies, is one one lane <laughs> per direction, right? So you right. have to stay on the right side when you're going up an aisle, and then they need to, you know, and and so on. Can I can I can I yes and this and so like we add a little footnote to your unwritten rule. I think if someone, some people would say like an old person is just sitting parked in the middle, like almost diagonal in a way that no one can get around. You are allowed to ra- to gently and cheerfully ram their cart out of the way. And it's not seen as like a hostile, aggressive action. You can say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Oh my, and you're still ramming it down. Yeah, and but like, you're oh still... my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> ram, ram, ram. I just got to get through here. I think that's good stuff. Um, okay. I have the second pick of the first round. When's it my turn? You are. <laughs> you're last. You're uh, last. Allegedly. But you get to go twice in a row. But oh, you were okay. close. You were close. <laughs> Um, My unwritten rule is that when answering someone's call, if you are answering them on speakerphone and any other (laughs) human person is within 100 feet, you have 1.5 seconds to declare that you're on speakerphone before they are talking. You have to observe Mm -hmm. the 1.5 second rule. Um, Otherwise, you are in violation of this unwritten rule. Okay, let me ask a question. Should they be on speakerphone if they are with 100 feet? Of another person. Should they even be no. on speakerphone? Well, That's a different unwritten rule we're talking about. Okay. So oh, okay. I, it's, a, it's a valid question. No, I don't want to, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to talk about that yet. But it just felt like, should you even be doing that at all? But you, you're saying in the car, like if you answer a phone, Aaron is saying, if you answer the phone in the car. Yeah, I answer like, the phone in the car all the time. Sure. And don't act like you're better than us. No, I'm not. You answer the phone. I'm yeah. not. I'm you just saying. You say, go for moon? Go for moon dog. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. A cool. No, I just. When I answer the phone in the car and and I know it doesn't sound like me because I'm at 90%. Oh my gosh, I sound just freaking normal. (laughs) And I say, hey, I got kids in the car. So that, like, got it. Now, hold on. Who are you talking to that you have to specify that there's people that are under 18 in the car? Well, sometimes Jamie, honestly. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I think the primary application, and I would also ask permission to include text exchanges. Yes. Because sometimes oh. you get kids and and you're texting with your wife and I'll get the like, just oh, so you yeah. know, your youngest has the phone. Yeah. And she's reading the messages you're sending. Yeah. And that lets me know I got to be cool and yes. what amend whatever I might have been saying or mm-hmm. thinking but it's or the, whatever. It's the youngest that has, yep. it has the youngest that has the phone. Why would the youngest give themselves right. away? They're not going to narc on themselves. Marlo? She's going to be like. She's hey, like, <laughs> hey, dad's asking about dinner. Do you want him to get dinner? So she's invested in this exchange. Right. And then Ashley's like, tell dad that you're holding the phone. You're or if it's him. like on, like, like uh, the car's reading your text messages, you yes. know, yes. with an Australian Siri accent. So yes. keep it cool, man. Don't. Right. You no, know. These, yeah. are, these are. That's these the are phone owner's them. responsibility, not Marlo's. That's what he's saying. We're all, we're all. Yeah, but Mar- Marlo does. Marlo's not going to type that just because her mom told her to. I know that. That's my journey to take with Marlo, and that's my uh, wild horse to corral. But I'm just saying, like, we agree. <laughs> if someone else is involved in your information exchange, you have 1.5 seconds to say this person is here listening. And interacting with what you're saying. Yeah, because if I was Marlo, I would say, oh, yeah, I'll type that. And I'll be like, text, text, text. And I'll be like, I'm alone. Do you have anything special you want to say to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look, and I Marlo, don't know that Marlo's going to go that far, but okay. No. All oh Marlo God. wants, and, I, and she always gives it away, is uh, she says, she adds to every uh, uh, exchange, she asks for God's chimpkin 
And she says, and by God's Chimkin, I mean Zaxby's because she's on a crusade <laughs> against Chick-fil-A. Oh my gosh. Why she's, is she upset with Chick-fil-A? She just, she's burnt out. She doesn't like it. She thinks Zaxby's is superior. Zaxby's is superior. She'll it all is. caps Why does she call Chimkin. it Chimkin? It, she thinks it's hilarious. She okay, thinks it's just I the funniest that. thing. Give her her. So, Give her her. That's so that's her tip off. So I know. I don't think this is Ashley. <laughs> I think this might be Marlo. I think this might be Marlo. I'm not going to send the emoji I'd planned for this exchange. Sure. So yeah, that's you. my first pick. Uh, Jamie, it is not your pick. Ah! It is Aaron's pick, though. <laughs> okay. Mine is in group settings. Keep moving forward until you reach a natural stopping point. Thank you. So, for example, are you getting into a car with a lot of people? Load to the freaking rear, go to the back, <laughs> stop being an idiot. Are you getting off of a train or a bus or a plane? Keep walking. Do not stop to look around for the gate information uh. or get your bearings. Move out of the way. Like just have some situational awareness and pay attention to what is happening around you. I cannot stand this. No, this is maddening. Please just continue to move. I thought this was going to be a fun episode. This might be the most triggering episode we've ever done. And oh, we're only three picks in. Is it because in. you do this? Do you look around and like... No, this drives me that? nuts. We're, I literally will walk in. I know in. you People, don't. If they stop in front of me, I will walk into them because... And then I'll say, oh, whoa, sorry, stop. Sorry about that. But I see, I said, sorry, no, you stop. I, you you don't apologize. They <laughs> I'm do stop. It's not real. I don't they mean. are the worst. <laughs> I no, know, see, but I actually you need do, to be I like, do that. Oh, I'll brush. I won't hit. I won't like make contact, but I'll brush the sleeve. And it'll be like, hey, your subconscious should tell you you're being yeah. an a-hole and you're in the way. You need but to But they don't, they don't realize it because no one, no one makes them pay yeah. for their dumb decisions. They won't, no one holds them accountable. They just move around them. We, we need, really, we should be slamming our bodies into these people. We should <laughs> tase them a little. Just tase them. Like, That's like a, a great idea, actually. Yeah. I, I want to insert, hey, Knox, edit, insert Jesse Pinkman. He can't keep getting away with this. He can't keep getting away with this. Um, okay, Jason, back to you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so bad. You okay, actually have a back-to-back. -back. You got two now, right? Oh, my gosh. Let's just camp out with me because I've got a lot of anger and I'm going to get it out on this podcast. This that we feels have. So, healthy. Let's for, do this. I know, right? This is like better than therapy. So if I hand you my phone to look at something, don't touch the screen. No. Oh, yeah, uh, that's for any a good reason, one. Right? Don't leave the app we're in to go look at my main screen. Do not swipe left or right on a photo no. or a video. Don't look at my search history. Consider this being the equivalent of me handing you one of the 23 copies of the original Declaration of Independence. And the consequences of touching it are federal prison. Like, yeah. you can't touch it. Like, don't. You got to even I've, give them little gloves to hold it with. Like, put these special gloves on because it's a very precarious situation. You're that's into. right. And don't drop this phone. Mm -hmm. Don't change the volume. Don't do, don't do anything. Have like, y'all ever been a victim of this? Yes. Oh. Yes. Like, like you, like in the picture was not a picture that, that they wanted Listen, to see. It was worse. It was a text that I was showing them and they scrolled up oh. and I had been talking about them. Oh, my oh shit, Jamie, I kind of want to blame you a little bit on this. It was bad. How did you do that? I don't know. I didn't know they were going to scroll up and see our whole talk history. That is, that is our generation's version of Russian roulette. That's insane. Oh, honestly. It was to horrible. Do oh my God. So now I'm, sometimes I want to just keep holding the phone and be like, no, just look at it. Yeah. No, 
just look at it. Stop I think that's what that's it. the answer. Control the experience. I have my hand yeah. on my phone. Probably so. Yeah. You do not get to interact with this. Oh I think you got a screenshot yeah, and send it to out. them. You can't. These people can't be trusted. First of all, Jamie, that's crazy that if you were if you were <laughs> one to two scrolls away from S Talk about the person that you handed your phone to, that's on your. That's <laughs> you not an unwritten that rule I did that in society. Myself. But that's it. Just take a screenshot other- and send it to them. No, that's very smart. Because listen, and the screenshot, if you ever take a, this pro tip I got from the internet was many years ago, which was if you ever accidentally send a screenshot to the wrong person, like to the person it's about, like, and you make a mistake, just immediately text that person and go. See now, do you want me to edit this out? Because now people know. Now oh, that's people the know. move. Now, no, leave it I, in. I'm confident. I, do, I could just I do the that. the music, and they won't know what we said. But we'll know you offered a good solution. <laughs> now, now we know. We yeah. know. Yeah. Now I just can't do it to the three of you. So uh, okay, Jamie, back to you again. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, so in a home bathroom or a public gender neutral bathroom, the seat always goes back down. Always. First of all, it should go back down because it's more hygienic to flush with the lid down. Okay, yes. your your pee that's filled with liquid death and patriarchy needs to be covered when it heads <laughs> to its next home. Okay, but also I think just statistically it's in your favor. Pikachu's use the seat down all the time, and Diglets use the seat down. I would guess a fourth of the time. So just statistics tell us you need to leave the seat down. And look, I I know in the year of our Lord twenty twenty four, you would think this is not an issue. Look, I had the the electricians in my house. They left the seat up in my hall bath. Chuck, my dad comes to my house. I'll go back in. There it is. It's up. I do not understand that. It yeah. is illogical. Like, th- don't do that. It's it's an unspoken rule. You're always supposed to put the seat back down. Just put the seat back down. I don't understand. In your house with your loved ones, put the seat back down. I feel like that also, makes sense. I feel like don't, I don't like some people feel really strongly about the toilet paper. Like it needs to go over, not under or over vice the top, versa. Yeah. I don't feel really strongly about that. The lid makes more sense. Um, okay, we are back to Aaron. Listen, when someone sends you a video or suggests a show or references a meme, do not be the joy killer that says, oh my gosh, you haven't heard of, because the rest of that sentence is inferred to mean like, you uncultured swine, you absolute imbecile. No, I haven't seen this stupid video. I'm sorry you saw it on TikTok four years ago. Excuse me for wanting to share a modicum of delight with you. Forgive me for bothering you with my friendship. I merely saw something and it made me think of you. You could just give it a little heart and like move on with your day. You don't have to say like, I saw that four months ago. Like, well, I liked you four months ago. Okay. Grow up. Get a life like you freaking L7 weenie. Turn down for what? Like, this is so irritating. Like, stop being like, I can't believe you haven't seen that. Shut up. Aaron, how are the DMs? How like generally how are the DMs? They feeling good right now? Like no, it's not even DMs. Like this is stuff people do do in real life. Yeah, this is yeah. like I have a group of friends that there is one, and she's listening, and she knows it's her. She knows it's her. Name names, cowards. Listen, <laughs> knows who it is. <laughs> she will do that to us. She'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that. Don't. And- don't take away we had a train, my but, joy. But she has gotten better because we finally said something about it. We were like, "Hey, like it's really sweet if you just like do the haha 
reaction. Listen, we don't like it's, it's enough. It's okay. You could just say you. Oh, that's fine. Listen, everyone on the internet has sent me a version of the TikTok where tra- where Troy Bolton is Travis and Taylor's son, and he's trying to decide yes. if he's going to go to Juilliard or if he's going to play in the sports game. Sure. And you know what? I, every time someone sends it, I give it a heart because it's like, that's so nice that you thought of me. That's precious. And it it makes me happy. I'm I'm not going to steal anyone's joy because that was on TikTok four months ago. Yeah. They they don't need a time behavior of when, like anytime Shia LaBeouf shows on a podcast, I get, I get the video and I'll even get like, I'm sure a million people have sent this to you. Yes. Just heart. doesn't Just matter if they have. Thank you yeah. for doesn't thinking matter. of me. Thank you. That's it, so kind. And it doesn't matter if they say if they send you that little boy in the car who went to the dentist and he's having a weird time. David, that yeah. was seventeen years ago. Literally, that no, kid has a mortgage he's now. 30. He's thirty. I was thinking Charlie. Like, Charlie bit that boy. Charlie bit that finger. Yeah. Yeah. Those kids <laughs> have their own dead now. kids now. <laughs> They're dead. Charlie's like they, they have finger. aged out. They were in World War II. They have passed on. R.I.P. Thank you for your service. Be like, this is so funny. Where'd you find it? Just do that. It's so easy. It's okay. Like you don't have to be a butthole. It ah. does when with the more you're getting upset, it it's rever- it's regressing to Mickey uh, Mickey tones. No, yeah. it's still here. It, it sounds like you're eighty five percent. You're mad at Donald and Pluto for doing something. Making plants. Oh boy. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Knox, editorial note, do we have a long enough Aaron of Grievances to just put underneath this entire episode? It's going to be the whole episode, man. I'm up to loop it. <laughs> All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps in my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com slash popcast. Go to chomps.com slash popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot com slash popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman 
and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're also predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast pod. Um, is this, this is, this is me. It's you. It's back to me. Yeah, yeah it's back you. to me. Um, okay, I'm going to go, mm, I'm going to say unwritten rule, whenever a dog is around you and it stretches, you have to say big stretch. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Got to do a it. Good one. If you don't, you're psycho. You're sociopath. And you suck. You're an L7 weenie. You have to, to borrow talk to some the dog. You. you have to yeah. talk to the dog or you talk to the owner. Do Doesn't matter. You can say to the dog, if the dog looks like it's interested in interacting, you can say to the dog. But the dog's like, this is kind of more of just like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to like stretch the body out and not like interact with you. You can just say it to the world. But you got to say big stretch. Something like that. <laughs> you can't just say big stretch. No, it's, it's the dog's clinical, body. Let know? the dog choose what it wants to do. We don't comment on other people's stretching. Why are we commenting on the dog stretching? I, I don't agree with this one. Is it only stretching? Is it only stretching? What if the dog does other? What if the dog sniffs your Pikachu? If what the dog starts big privates, sniff. you don't say big private licking. Big sniff. <laughs> big old <laughs> licking privates. You don't do that. It's know, just right? about stretches, right? Just the stretches. Because yeah. social media told me, I don't know if this is true at all, but it said when they stretch in front of you, that's their way of saying I love you because I'm comfortable with you. They're to do honoring this. you. Yeah. That's I don't know if that's whatever. remotely true. It also told me if you're playing with a dog and it starts sneezing, it does like that. <laughs> like that's its way of saying this isn't a real fight. So, you know. So in case you were worried, this is <laughs> Man, not a real I fight. I didn't know that you were on that side of TikTok where you were getting dog translations. It's not where I'm, I'm not on TikTok. So I'm have definitely you, not getting it from TikTok. Have you seen the mats that like 
where the dog can speak to yeah, you. Yeah, they click the thing and they're like, outside, you. outside, outside. I think that is, <laughs> I think that is that like is. witchcraft for sure. I, I don't understand. I that. wouldn't want it because Luna would just sit on it and it would just be like food, 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 food all day. I don't, I don't like that. So that's, that's my unwritten rule. Um, no pushback on that. That's Jason, great. you have a back to back here. All right. Uh, this next one, uh, no names, of course, um, is that if you have a sports podcast and uh, you have to have favorite teams, <laughs> because hypothetically, if you say something like you're agnostic about teams and uh, it's pretty annoying and nobody understands what it means and to only constantly have a revolving cast of favorite players. I have favorite players, too, that are not on my favorite team. Uh, but again, no names and you don't have any allegiance to any teams ever and no one can take shots at you. It's it's uh, fairly obnoxious. Wow. So, again, no names. Wow. But that, I think that's an unwritten rule sure. of people with po- sports pointed. podcasts. Yeah, I just I just viscerally disagree with this. I think when people say they're agnostic about teams, I think that's kind of the coolest thing I've ever heard, honestly. And I just wish more people would talk like that. <laughs> so can awesome. you talk about a player that they love? Like, can you can you S word on the player they love and that hurts their feelings because you're wanting to rob them up, right? Yeah, but they only pick the best players like Joe Burrow. And then it's like, Joe Burrow is awesome. So I can't just like, oh, you know, hammer Joe down Burrow on Joe Burrow. Again, not me yeah. when I'm listening back. Who's this guy you're talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. He this might a weird be example. on here <laughs> as well. Uh, you know, it's, it's just it's just really oh. annoying when you constantly have somebody close to you in your life that just takes shots at everything that you love. It'd be like if that person just sure. watched a bunch of movies and then we were like, hey, what's your favorite movie? And then they're just like, oh, I like this specific actor named Glenn Powell who's maybe making a lot of right. bad choices these days. So it's like in that type of a situation, you don't that have a favorite thing. movie. It's very aggressive. I think sometimes hypothetically also, this would be like a person who maybe made a bad choice of their favorite team and they're feeling a little sensitive that their favorite team always makes bad decisions and they get made fun of in their text thread that they have with their th- friends and they want someone else to feel the pain. That, that was wow. what I would say. <laughs> I do think that's true. That's I agree with that. Like I don't yeah. mind feeling pain about my team not doing well, but I want you to also sometimes feel pain. Yeah, I, That's a exactly. good rule. Good job. Jamie, you've yeah. got Alabama. Aaron, you've got a very clean UAB program. You know, not so about you. <laughs> who who you would know, you say your favorite team is? Did you, Aaron? Did you ever you you did dive deep on the new quarterback situation? I did. It yeah. does not look great. It's not I what think you want. I'm you gonna know? have to find a new team. Unfortunately, okay. I, I'm uh, into like recommitting, like doing a year term. You know, I tried to do that okay. last year. I did exit that relationship like three weeks in. Okay. So that's my fault. Okay. Um, but I will. In the interest of some sensitive little babies, I will commit to a team for a year um, so that they can make fun of me good and proper. Um, Let me guess. You're going to jump on the Chiefs. Is that right? Uh, Man, you took the words right out of my mouth. I just feel like they're a big underdog. No one respects them. I love a big like uh, story of like, you know, rising and firing and everything. So um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. Um, Back to. No, no. Sorry. You, You still have your other one. All right, for my second on my back-to-back that is mine to choose, and it's my time to be picking, (laughs) if you borrow someone's vehicle, no matter what the situation is, if you borrow somebody's vehicle, fill it up with gas before you return it. That is an unwritten rule of life. You don't have to fill it up. If it's it's a... F-250, not sponsored by Ford yet, but if it's an F-250 and and it's a million dollars to fill it up, at least fill it up past where you got it. You don't have to go all the way, but if it's a sedan or whatever and you're borrowing it for whatever reason, fill it up. Also, get a car wash for them. Isn't that nice? You drove Mm. it. You hit extra bugs that they were not going to hit that day. All right. You drove through puddles that you you transferred over puddles that, you know, they they might not have been transferring over at the time. Now, here's, now here's where it gets a little bit sensitive. Okay. 
If you don't know what type of gas the car takes, don't fill it up because that can be catastrophic. If you don't know what kind of car washes they normally get, like there's touchless car washes, there's non-touchless car washes, their car, their choice, do not get a car wash that might scuff them up or do not accidentally put put really crappy gas in it when it takes really high-end gas and do not accidentally put high-end gas or diesel in it. I know I'm creating a kind of a controversy here as far as like now we're getting into (laughs) diesel, touchless car washes. I get it. But if you borrow somebody's vehicle, do something nice for them in return for borrowing it. Okay, Jason, walk me through. Why are we borrowing people's cars? Okay. Well, typically okay. it's trucks, like, okay? And anybody that's ever had a, a truck sedan. knows about this. You were like, I'm going to get a, if you borrow a sedan for one. I'm trying reason. to be inclusive. Why would you borrow of, a Camry? I'm vehicularly inclusive, okay? Now, I drive a minivan and everybody uh-huh. should. <laughs> Obviously, it's the most efficient, effective vehicle on the road. There's no question about that and everybody admits it. Doesn't mean it's the most aesthetically pleasing. So you're borrowing a truck because you're going to put something in the truck? Like, you're mo- what's happening with the truck? Yeah, it's mostly people with trucks. I mean, honestly, I used to have one and I, I didn't get another one because I got a minivan because it was the best. But also, I didn't get one because I was tired of people borrowing it and then they would return it to me worse than they got it. And I think that that is inappropriate. So this is really just a version of return something nice as nice or nicer than than you borrowed it okay do you think if like i if someone borrows a pie dish and or someone brings you a pie because maybe your uterus was problematic all weekend and they brought you a pie should i have to give back that dish with a pie in it or can i just (laughs) give back a clean dish you should give down back a clean dish with a thank you note in it okay yeah the good because i can't be we can't be pieing back and forth no for five years okay that's like paying for the person behind you in line and setting off a chain of inconvenience. <laughs> I do that. Like, what have we I done do that. Here? Yeah, I absolutely Don't do that. Do I love it. I love it so much. You're an agent of chaos. That's why you do it. And it's you did it for four dollars, and suddenly I've got a minivan full of eighteen people in it, and they're buying for people back at the job. <laughs> also, that person was trying to bless me. Like, why am I stealing their blessing? You don't have to me? continue. I didn't Sometimes opt in into not. this blessing parade. You know, so I'm, I'm saying gonna, I'm going to receive their blessing. First of all, Jamie, great question. Do you have to return it in a pie in it? That is such a good analogy of me getting caught in the moment of like, okay, you would never, ever do that. Right. And that is, right. that would be crazy if somebody brings you a pie and then you return their pie dish with a better <laughs> pie in it. Cause like Jamie specifically, you're really good at baking. So yeah, you're I like, Hey, that. your pie was okay, <laughs> yeah. but you should try this. So that'd be insane. But secondly, I, no, listen, okay. I would make the same exact pie but make it better. Like I would make the same. I think that is, if we're talking about etiquette, I think we've landed on the right answer. If we're talking about flexing on people socially and being like, I'm the alpha baker of this group. I think that is actually the best move to do is to make a superior product. I agree. Um, This is back to me. I hadn't planned this, but I I, I feel inspired. I'm going to say unwritten rule of life. If you have food restrictions, don't impose them on everyone else. (laughs) Because Spike like pig. hypothetically, maybe pig. you had a friend in college who had just discovered he had IBS, but every time you and your friends wanted to order pizza, he made you order it without the sauce. So you just had bread <laughs> and cheese <laughs> and toppings like a, like a, it's like <laughs> the pizza version of a Ken doll with his pants off, just a, a patch of fleshy nothingness in the pizza because you've got IBS. Um, I think, I think, I think that's ridiculous. Why don't you just order two pizzas? Thank well, you. Well, you know, you're in college. You don't. You got to. Oh, you gotta do you want to talk about college orders times? from fast food or no? Now's not a good time. Listen, there's That's, too much sauce on pizza. The sauce is the worst part of the pizza. <laughs> so now we at least are getting light sauce. Okay. Yes. When a no sauce order with other people is a wild move. I agree. But I had to request what I had to request at the time. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you can do a Again, half no pizza names. now. Also, 
food restrictions are only if they're medical. If you just have a preference, yeah, like I just love to be plant based, then you need to bring your own plant based whatever. <laughs> I, like, I'm glad you say that, Jamie, because I, another hypothetical I was thinking of is like, what if you shared an office with two other people, and like once a week you get lunch, and we would do a system where everyone got to veto a certain style <laughs> oh of food, gosh, and maybe hypothetically someone would always say Chinese, even though those people really like Chinese. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? And someone like was just like really mad about one Chinese experience that they had one time. That's right. It was and dramatic. It really, really colored their their experience with Chinese food. And the other two people were like, "Man, Chinese sounds so good today." Yeah. But that person was just Doesn't like, "Hey, Chinese food Friday. It's not always. It's just for it's just for lunch when you figure out that." It's the thing they want so badly. And you're like, no. Why would you be that kind of person? This I is like so slowly good. turning into pet peeves of other podcasters that you're currently on a podcast. <laughs> no, this is all hypothetical. Um, Aaron, back to you. Okay. No one is more annoying than the grammar police. You're not cute. You're not smart because you know which version of there, there, or there to use in a sentence, especially when someone is not being an a-hole on social media and a commentator just wants to be cute and like a smart aleck. There's only one exception to this, and that is when a man is mansplaining within the text of a mansplain, there's a grammatical error, Mm. and your response is to correct the error. There are so many reasons to be uncool. Find another one. Aaron's thriving on the internet. I, I don't. I, I do I, but not. honestly, this I'm also actually... hearing like go, uh, Mickey say, it's ho, not ho, goof. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I am speaking normally. Honestly, this, this was, you took one of mine though. This, like, you got one of mine off my board because you're exactly this. right. <sighs> but listen, as a reminder, if you're a jerk on the internet, you're, you're a, a jerk, jerk in real life. Yeah. yeah. So, like, don't be a jerk on the internet. Uh, okay, Jason, back okay. to you for your last two. All right, my last <laughs> one is going to be. <laughs> funny every time it is no. it is because I, she's okay. not entirely sure any time when it is her I, time. I, I do not know when it's my turn okay my last two okay first one if your partner is out with friends okay if your partner your romantic partner is not with friends is out with, with their friends do not text them yeah unless it involves a hospital or a firefighter yes like almost all of my friends husbands are guilty of this Minus Ben Ben Moon. Thank That's you, right. Ben Moon. Thank ben you, Moon ben is Moon. not. But listen, all the mother B words, their husbands are constantly texting them. No. They're texting like, what time will you be home? Uh, we'll check the microwave when I walk in. That'll tell you what time I'm going to be home. Okay? <laughs> Dang. Well, actually, Where am I running? they're home now. I know. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Where are my running shorts? Check the entire house. And why are you running at 930 at night? Okay. What are you doing now? None of your business. Okay. (laughs) Are you spending money? Yeah. The part I bring home from my job. Okay. I am spending money. It drives me nuts. We call it the, when you're gone, let you be gone rule. Let you be gone. Because it's very simple stuff. Do not do this. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love it. I don't love it. Okay. And then my last one, I think that we can all agree on this. I hope we can. Do not knock on someone's door or ring their doorbell without telling them you're coming. Oh, Okay, mm-hmm. this is not Mayberry. This is not Stars Hollow. This is not Wisteria Lane. Okay, this is 2024 because maybe somebody's already over. Maybe the house is chaotic. Maybe I'm still in my clothes from yesterday and I don't want to explain it. <laughs> maybe I'm gummied and I'm scared. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe my vibes are weird. I don't know. I just don't need you to knock on my door. I don't need you to knock on my door. Can I, can I ask a stupid question? Do people actually do this? 100%. Yes. They really do. Yeah. Yes. 
Like I think I've, I've curated not- my life to where people just don't do that. But I, I know that's not everyone. One else. time a guy just knocked on my door so he could ask if he could stay on my porch because it was raining and he didn't know it was going to rain. And so he said, can I stand on your porch? No. Well, he was like 90. I know. I like I didn't say anything. I hid like you do when people knock oh, on your door. Okay. You said he could stay under the porch, didn't you? No, I literally hid. But I knew that's why he was there because it was it had. Oh, wait, this is not a real story. You assumed that was going to be his question when he knocked? Well, why would you stand under the porch f- until it stopped? Training. That's how long he stood under the porch. So this was going to be my up. exception. If there's something going on in, not in, around your house or on your property, I think you can go up to somebody's door and knock and ring at any oh, time. Yeah, so yeah, there's that's certain different. exceptions. My neighbor did that because I've moved to a neighborhood where people don't have blinds on their windows. And so they are, I guess, mostly dressed all the time. That is not my life. That is yeah. not my journey. I am often in disarray. And so I just don't need... The knocky knock. Like, I don't need the, hey, what are you doing? Or, hey, you want to go to dinner? What? No, I have to plan for these no. things. There was like, there was happening? a text you could have sent. That's when we move here in a few months to where we do not have neighbors anymore. Right. The knock is going to become very ominous. Like, yeah. no one should be knocking. And the fact that someone is, is going to be like, get your, get your baseball bat or weapon. But of what choice. if it's God's chimkin? If it's got Don't Chimkin, then Marlo's going to be like, you know, the you've got the key. Come on in and serve can that. We stop, can we stop manifesting <laughs> right. God's Chimkin, please? This is giving me like really <laughs> no, negative vibes. I, like, it. I am so, so scared. scared. I, think get, I think I'm going to get God's Chimkin tonight. I'm gonna and go I just want to clarify. It's it's all caps. So it's like God's Chimkin. Like we're saying it <laughs> in low that. caps. That didn't Lowercase, make it better. So I, I think Zaxby's should consider Marlo their new marketing manager, <laughs> quite frankly. Just up okay. and to the right. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dust to you in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars theme collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Iwear.com, code POP. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Um, okay, Erin, back to you. Okay, my last one is you can only order full service from a sit-down restaurant if it's an hour from closing. Like yeah. no earlier. Dessert and drinks if it's 45 minutes from closing. And you should not stay ever past closing, ever. If you walk into a coffee shop 10 minutes to closing, the only thing you should be asking for is drip decaf, tea, or an ice water to go. Do not put your trash anywhere in a trash receptacle in that restaurant. If you do anything less than this, the tip better be at least 100% in a coffee shop and at least 75% in a restaurant. Like, stop going to places in big groups and dining right when the restaurant is about to close, you horrible person. What if I need a latte and they no. and they freaking close at two? Why are they closing at two? That's not your business. Uh, I would that's push back. Your business. Some of these people are like, we're closing at 137 today, so make your peace with God. Yeah, too it's bad. Like, Listen, Ladybird Taco, yeah, I'll call you out by name. Why are you closing at four? That's I, their business. I want tacos at five. I'm sorry. They uh, are not going. That's that. They have posted They're not their God, hours. Aaron. They're not God. They got to yes, deal with their consequences. No, they're not. The God of this establishment. They have chosen. God's and chimkins. And so they get to decide. They yeah. God's chimkins has decided when they will close. Now we have but to have a soft before, close time. Now every restaurant for hours, they also need yeah. to have soft hours. And I don't like the they word have soft and hard hours. They need a kitchen close. Yes, they need a kitchen, kitchen close. close. Absolutely. We need a kitchen close time posted. 100%. Yeah. But until that happens, until that is a normal thing, you're not going to do it. Don't do it, y'all. It's such a butthole move. I will don't say do it. God's chimkin... It actually, in our town, I don't know if there's everywhere, it had the first, like, I don't know what they're called, like the Coke machines where you can get anything. You can yeah, get, yeah, like, yeah. The, cherry ginger. Freestyle. Freestyle. They're called freestyle. Freestyle. It's never the word I think it is uh, when I'm thinking. <laughs> so thank you for telling me that. Uh, they had it first. So, you know, I don't know. There might be some divine ordination there is all I'm saying. That's wow. true. Good point. Um, okay. I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go. Uh, this is a do-centric one but I think it's very vivid uh, for the guys. Um, no urinal crowding. So mm-hmm. if you know you go into a men's room, there's four urinals, there's one person there, you don't go right up next to them. That is th- the biggest uh, unwritten rule. You don't crowd dudes at a urinal. You give space. But you what only if you want to look at their su- diglet? That's, that's true. not what you're using Good question, for. Jamie. You know, Good question, uh, Jamie. Well, Maybe that's not what you're using it for. I think you but. ask consent. You say, sir, may I look at your diglet while we both urinate? <laughs> yes, we are. And that's up to him, Point right? Knocks. Yeah, we, and we approve he, consent. He would be like, you could have, but the kitchen closed. And so now you have to come out. <laughs> God's chicken is back in the saddle. <laughs> may, I, right. may I tell you what the female version of this is? Please. Oh, yeah, there is. Women looking through the gap. Yeah, don't look through <gasps> the gap, y'all. They, they do they that? Always yes. Always. Like, I make eye contact every time I'm in Like, why toilet. are you doing yeah. that? Stop do looking through the why gap. Why are they doing it? I don't know. Why are you I staring? Why are you sure. all staring back to the gap? Why are you waiting for the gap eye contact Where to happen? To look? I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for someone to look. I'm waiting for my business to be done. I got. Yeah. Uh, where am I supposed to look? I'm not actively participating in my business. Yeah. Can I, I zoom out a little bit? To do it. Stop making restrooms with gaps. 
Yeah, that too. Well, truly, it is the most chaotic American energy because it's not like that in other countries. No. They don't yeah. have those kind of gaps. I don't yeah, they know also don't have public have restrooms a lot of that. times. So there's also that. Maybe that's why they've solved it. Jason, you want to wrap us up? You don't have to share your last anything, no matter the situation. Gum, cigarettes, not for me, maybe for you, clearly for Aaron. Coke Zero, <laughs> nothing. No, no matter what it is, if I pull out my pack of gum from my pocket and I eat a piece and there's one left and I'm only with one person and they say, oh, can I have a piece of gum? You can say no guilt-free. No matter what happens, if you purchase something wow. and you're down to your last one, even if you use or take it in front of somebody, you do not have to share it and that's okay. Mm. I would add that that person should not ask. Yeah. I agree if with that's that. your last If one. I can see that it's your last. Yeah. I would say you need to do better about your like resource management and know if you've only got the one stick of gum, don't mm. don't bring it out like your Rockefeller. Don't brag about it. Yeah. Don't, don't be like, look at this one stick of juicy fruit. But that's my point. It's one before it. that. If I have two pieces and then I eat one or I chew one, let me clear. I don't, I'm not a gum swallower like some of you, yeah. no names on this podcast, mm. but <laughs> it, then if there's only one left, so you pull it out, there's two left visually, right? And that makes sense. You don't have to share that last one. Okay. I think that is all of our unwritten rules. Can we do, um, in honor of our uh, lasher tickets being on sale uh, this week, uh, can we do like a, a quick round five like um, live show lightning round unwritten rules. Uh, Jamie, yep. do you want to you start us off? Uh, be a good neighbor. And by that, I mean, when you're at the live show or any live performance, offer to take someone's pick. If they're trying to get together and have a pick, just be the sweet person who's like, hey, you want me to take a pick? Now, don't be a weirdo who keeps the camera down low, like at your waist, like an idiot. Look yeah. for the good light. Try to help them. Um, don't, And also be a good neighbor by not having a loud conversation during the podcast live. Okay. Because eventually you'll get kicked out and your boob will fall out of your uh, camisole on those chairs at the Atlanta Symphony Hall. Oh, dear. Let me skip the line because mine's kind of related to that. Uh, I will add to what Jamie said and just say, um, mix in a water. Just mix in a water. <laughs> mix you know? in a water. <laughs> it's a long <laughs> night. Drinks are hard. Hydrate. You know, have a yeah. cocktail, have a water. Maybe a water and a half. Uh, Jason, what you got? Uh, this one is is seemingly an obvious one, but it's an unwritten rule that if you're in the South for a live show, that there's air conditioning running in your blazing hot green rooms. Uh, I think that's a pretty standard issue <laughs> that if you have a facility where you're inviting people and lots of people to come to, that the air conditioning works. So that would be my unwritten rule for live yeah. shows. And now it is a contractual rule with us. Does it rhyme with SMU? Oh, wait, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, wrap us up here on Live Show Lightning Round. Uh, mine would be that if you are a gentleman who happens to work at a live show venue, maybe just because you took uh, four years of lighting design, that does not mean that you are intellectually superior mm. to literally every woman who happens to be uh, working at an event. And maybe you don't need to condescend them literally every time you open your mouth, just as a thought. Just like rule. as a quick thought. Um, uh, Jamie, did you have any also rants you want to mention? I had a couple. Right? Just, you know, look, return the cart to the crowd. Return the mm -hmm. cart. Gah. Unless you have a physical disability and your two-year-old is not a physical disability. Okay. Uh, return the cart to the crowd. Yeah. That's what I'm asking for. That's good. Aaron, any for you? 
Like say hello to people before you start demanding something from them. Gosh, she makes her children do this. It's a delight. It infuriates me. <laughs> My kids will like pick up the phone and be like, are you coming to get me? Mm. How about hello? How are you? How was your day? What is going on with you today, mother? Did you have an interesting day? I don't know if it's a generational thing, but uh, m- my kids, whenever they call on the phone, they're in the middle of they're they've the already started talking. Middle of a talk, <laughs> like that's yeah. of a sentence. Yeah, it's like because I'm I'm old school, man. I'm just like, hey, hello, and it's like, where are you at? Are you gonna get me? Or did you forget? Are you yeah. picking me up? Where are you? Are you picking me up? Yeah, I'm sorry. Hello, hi, yeah. Jason, and he also rants. Uh, I've just got one, but I can't think of a single time where there is, uh, besides maybe a poetry reading, nobody needs to snap ever in public. There needs to be no snapping. <gasps> I at- love snaps. Wh- when, when do you use it? There should be no snapping at other people. There All should the be no- time when it's like not appropriate to like clap, but you want to do a little- What about when you're, you're staying around with some people and like you want to, you're practicing like your golf swing, you know, and you do your golf swing and then you do like the- No, that's like, okay. Something like that. What Maybe if- like that's a way you cue people that you're done with dinner and you just do like a, all right, well, this was great, guys. Good to see you. <laughs> what are we talking about? Is that a version about? of your clap? Listen, yeah. when, you get, when you get that Texas toast at God's Chimkin, you do a little snap for the person. That was good Texas toast. I wanted to be with you on that, Jamie, but I don't think I can be. If they bring Nox, me the you just chicken, snapped just when you're like, done with dinner. What are we talking about? There's no place for snaps in society. Well, and listen, I'm not making a snap noise. I'm just doing the snap movement. Oh, I'm I think like, that's worse. I, yeah, I think that's better. Snap sound. I'm doing it. Yeah, it's do you guys better. snap? Yeah, I'm I know, not like, making sound. I guess you don't snap, but do you snap with your middle finger or your pointer finger? Middle. My I middle. snap with my pointer middle. finger. That's so weird. Who snaps with their pointer? Who snaps with their pointer? Me. Aaron, you just really? did. Yeah. It's How a, do it's you a, even? No, I'm trying it. I can't. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah. <laughs> just, ew. Ew. I think I broke my finger. I don't like that. Wait, Jamie, if you're just doing this, then that makes it look like they're talking and you're annoyed. Yeah. You're doing like jazz hands. That's what you're doing. I'm I'm serving face, though. When I do it, I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) That was incredible. Can we say. That was so incredible. To the fast casual person bringing food, don't serve face. They're serving the food. Let them do their job. This is not a popularity contest. Just let them be. You know. Also, can I do one more airplane? Middle seat. They get both armrest. Yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I didn't have, we, we all use up uh, all my also ran, so I don't have any to add. Um, the only thing I have to add is uh, a big thanks to Aaron and Jason for Yay! joining us on the Stink Craft. Hey, this was fun. I'm, I feel so And your happy. voice is now back at 90%. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I, it has been this way the whole time. Right. Yeah. yeah. It definitely yeah. has for sure. Um, Jason, congrats on winning a third straight snake draft. Um, I, I never said straight. Oh, yeah. I never said straight How for the record. I'm just saying that the people have said that this, won. that I, I won. The day, we see the, the data, one. the back end data we can tell wow. in real time. I yeah, think so. Lisa Turtle won. I don't think that's true. Uh, well, if you have thoughts and opinions, I'm sure you won't on any of our unwritten rules uh, that we've talked about here. Let us know. Noxandjamie.com slash 545. All right, Jamie, you going to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? Okay, my rally this week is I woke up last Thursday along with millions of others to my phone cell service reading SOS. Um, AT&T had a nationwide outage that left many of us locked into our 28-year contracts without cell service for almost an entire day. Um, First of all, I would say... Uh, red light to all the people who tested their phones to see if it would call 911. Um, because apparently hundreds of thousands of you did that because you were like, would it work? Would it work? You, you're not supposed to test 911. Okay. That's the first thing. And then 
My other red light is to AT&T, who offered us in exchange for an entire day without cell service, which really affected people like at airports because they couldn't get Wi-Fi, so they couldn't pull up their boarding pass, and so they couldn't get on the plane they were on. Um, AT&T offered us a whopping $5 credit on our bill. Look at that. For for the inconvenience. Now, AT&T also brought in $30 billion in revenue in the last 90 days of 2023. So I just think that should have been $10 and you know it, okay? Also, it should have been simply more because of the apocalypse anxiety it exacerbated in many of us because we were like, is this when Julia Roberts dances in the library with Mahershala Ali because we don't have sales service? I don't know. Also, maybe related, maybe not related, it has been more than 60 days since we saw Kate Middleton. What's going on? Interesting. What's going on? Do you think it's connected, the outage and Kate Middleton? I think something's happening that's weird, and that was weird, and this is weird, and I would like answers. I think I know what the answers are, but I'm not allowed to ask because you're not allowed to. You're supposed to get people privacy. But I'm just saying, I think there's more to it than we're talking. Hey, guess what? Public figures, you don't get all the privacy you want. It doesn't go both ways. Also, how hard is it just to do a little statement? Of like, from her going, thank you for all the well wishes. They're not doing that. Why? Why are we not? And somebody even said to me, they're like, oh, no, she, we saw her in a green jacket. And I was like, no, you didn't. You saw her in a picture of her in a green jacket that was from November in Scotland when they said she's now left Windsor. You never saw her leave Windsor to go be with her family. What is happening? I wrote something down when you were talking about AT&T. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, oh, yeah. Have you guys thought about not being AT&T, not having the you, worst I told service. you I'm in a 28-year contract. I'm grandfathered in. I only pay $4 a month for sure. my thing because I never change. And so it's too hard. I can't get out now. Listen, I'm still getting 25. I hate to say this. I'm still getting 25% off from the company that I worked at a decade ago on my bill. I can't <laughs> leave. I cannot got, leave. We'll edit that out so they don't know. They, they don't even believe know that. it. Um, yeah. I, it just feels like... Cell phones feel like the airline industry where it's like, you don't like the $5 off? What are you going to do? You going to cancel? That's right. You yeah. gonna, no, you're not. Of course not. And I just feel like AT&T is like Spirit Airlines, you know? So when you get a little turbulence, that's kind of what you so signed what's up the, for. So what's Delta? Is it Verizon? Unfortunately, I think it is. Um, I'm not saying it's great. Um, my relay this week, I'm going to say um, the news about a movie sequel that is already going to be bad. Like I'm already redlining the movie. Because oh. the, the news around it is so bad already. And it's coming out in November. And that movie is Gladiator 2. Because <gasps> I don't know if you so saw sad. this. But yes. the uh, Hollywood Reporter, they dropped uh, a, an item uh, that talked about uh, Gladiator 2, some of the production troubles. Um, and for context, uh, the original Gladiator uh, it won Best Picture with Russell Crowe uh, uh, as the main character, Joaquin Phoenix. Um, as a little, little squirrely, ratty kind of uh, Roman emperor. Um, it was a great movie. 24 years ago. Yeah. So a billion years ago, essentially, Ridley Scott's been working on the sequel. Um, it's got Paul Mescal or Mescal. I always say it like Mescal. it's a tequila. Mescal. I know it just I want to pronounce it like it's a high end tequila and it's not. But the heart wants what it wants. I mean, know? he's kind of like a high end tequila. Is he? That's, that's the, he a question I want to ask later. Okay. Uh, but it's got Paul Denzel, Pedro Pascal. Man, Pascal and Mescal. That's going to throw me. That's a red light oh, that's right tough. there. Yeah, honestly. no, that is tough. Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things. It's going to be R rated. Um, the production budget right now is at 310 million. Um, and they're probably going to need low end 50 high end hundred something to, to market it. So you're at almost half a billion dollars before you've even gotten to the box office. Basically, this is a long way of saying this movie is not going to make 
the money, it's not going to break even and it's going to be a bad situation. And I don't know why, because I don't think it needed to be this expensive. Um, no. and I, I don't know how it got so sprawling. And I did want to, we're, we're talking about Paul Meskel. Um, I think that's, even if I didn't know this, even if this wasn't true, my big concern with this movie was going to be him because he feels like a, um, like a, like a British Channing Tatum, but like with all the Riz turned down to zero and it's See, just like, go. And I would argue that Paul Meskel is, I do think he has a lot of Riz, but it's a quiet Riz. It's not a bold. And I do think for Gladiator, you do need a bold Riz. Can but you like, have quiet Riz? Is that a thing that can happen? Oh, yeah. Or is that, is that BDE? Is that what we're talking about? No, I feel like BDE is bolder. Like there's a quiet like Riz where like if someone just is like looking at you and they're like, I don't know. They're just staring at you and they're like, and then they just give you a little half wink and you're like, oh, good. See, this is I what I need Kornacki on in, in between elections. Yeah, to, to be, be like, here's where and your high low what? Riz is. He has quiet Riz. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. That makes more right? sense. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just, I'm sad because I was excited for this movie. I was, I was excited, excited for Gladiator and now it's going to be belly up. It still might be a decent movie, but it's not going to break even and we're not going to get any more movies about it so um, because of this disaster. So yeah. uh, bad times. Jamie, what's your green light this week? Okay, speaking of uh, high-end tequila, my first one is a movie starring Paul Meskel, which is All of Us Strangers. Now, All of Us Strangers got a lot of awards buzz and then got completely snubbed at the Oscars. Like, it won seven BAFTAs. It was nominated for Golden Globes, for Critics' Choice, for so many awards, and it just did not make it to the Oscars. But it's now streaming on Hulu. This is about, this stars Andrew Scott, Hot Priest, and Paul Meskel. And it's about uh, a guy, so Andrew Scott, who is a screenwriter living in a near-empty London tower. Uh, He has a chance encounter with a mysterious neighbor named Harry, played by Paul Meskel, and it kind of messes up his whole rhythm of his life. And as the relationship develops between them, he finds himself going back to his childhood home uh, where he encounters his parents, played by Claire Foy and uh, Jamie Bell, which is unexpected because they died in a car wreck when he was a kid. That's not a spoiler. That's really the basics of the movie. Andrew Scott is so good in this, but so is Paul Meskel. Quiet Riz, I promise. And then my second green light is the book Night Watching by Tracy Sierra. I talked about this in our February SMK that I anticipated that this would be a, a book that I would love, and I did. Uh, this is a mom, unnamed, which some people have noticed are bothered by that. She never names any of the characters. She never names them. Um, But I like that. It's very vague. But it's an unnamed mother is home alone with her young kids during a blizzard. She hears a noise in the middle of the night and suddenly realize it's footsteps coming up the stairs. And hijinks ensue. Uh, This book is more than what you think. It is suspense. It's heart-pounding tension. But there's also disbelief and frustration and surprise. The ending is a splendid delight. It is solid and so well done. This book is a creepy, perfect, like going into spring read. I highly recommend it. Okay. Uh, what's your green light? My, my green light uh, this week is a book. Uh, it is called The Shamshine Blind by Paz Pardo. Uh, it's her first book. Um, I think she's known for uh, an essay, I think in the New York Times um, that was really well received. But uh, The Shamshine Blind, it, is, it was recommended to me as um, kind of a noir detective science Ooh. fiction crossover that is... Uh, uh, Emily St. John Mandel, like oh, a book. So I was okay. like, okay, well, I'm in. Cause I love uh, detective stories, like the big sleep Maltese Falcon. Like that's what I grew up reading and like loving. Um, and I feel like we haven't really gotten a ton of great detective, like noir stuff. Uh, the interesting part with this is it is um, 
set in a like a alternate um like late 2010s or early 2010s i guess and it's like a counterfactual premise of we lost uh the united states like lost a war i think in the 80s with argentina and so we're kind of like a second rate uh country like okay. we don't we don't really matter the argentinians like are dominant uh, across the globe um so there's that kind of subtext but the, the uh they did so by weaponizing feelings um in the form of pigments like colors so yeah. they color bombed different cities that um did like all this psychological damage um so the story is told to the premise of n- people not like fighting with necessary violence but like literally paintballing with feelings and emotions um so it's kind of a heady um, premise and that I think that might stand in the way of some people like picking it up, but it's really kind of a fearless way to tell a story. And I think that something I'm realizing the more I'm reading is there are some story or books that hold your hand and are like, okay, you're probably not going to connect these dots. So I'm going to make sure you know what I'm doing here and I'm setting up. So this doesn't come out of nowhere. This is a book and, and Passparto seems to be a writer who's like, I'm going to flood the zone with a lot of stuff. Maybe you connect the dots. Maybe you don't. If you do, connect on a bigger level. If you don't, story will still work. But I'm not going to worry about if you're a little baby or not. I'm just going like, to tell a really good story and like expect yeah. you to keep up. And I really appreciate authors, creatives, any kind of person who uh, puts the onus on you to keep up instead of holding your hand. Um, and that's what this story is. It's so well done. Um, I love the uh, adaptation of the genre and, 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 and meshing it with uh, science fiction. So I highly recommend uh, The Shamshine Blind by Paz Bardo. Okay. Um, okay. That is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And for your remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So your purchases are affiliate link. If every item purchased using that link this week was, Jamie, this is a box of Zatarain's Dirty Rice. I do love dirty rice. I do, do too. I, I, no, I have to pretend it doesn't have giblets in it. Like, I have to, like, mentally be like, mm-hmm. this doesn't have giblets in it. Don't worry about it. So this uh, Zadaram's Dirty Rice has 4.7 stars with 2,300 global ratings. Um, my favorite question asked in the question section was, should I add water to cook the rice? Mm. With a guesstimation of about how much juices are from the cooked meat. Okay. My favorite answer came from Jimbo, who just kept saying meat juices. He said, it really depends on the meat juices. Mm. Broth is mostly water. So meat juice would be great to do pretty equally. Using straight meat juices would be better for semi-cooked or cooked rice as it would be overpoweringly otherwise. And then Anonymous answered, try it. See if you like it. If you like it, yes. If you don't, no. It's a good philosophy. Lo- I don't hate love, it. Love, love, love an approach. All right, you guys, don't forget that we have live show tickets on sale starting at 10 a.m. for the general public on Wednesday, February 28th. We would love to see you in Dallas or Chicago in June. You can go to knoxandjamie.com slash live to find out more. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.